The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. I wanted to get to what's going on between the province and uh, its doctors. And I want to give you just a little bit of background before we get to the leader of the official opposition and the NDP MLA for Edmonton Strathcona. Rachel Notley is going to be joining us in just a couple of minutes. But uh, you've been hearing about this, that Health Minister Tyler Shandro has been escalating uh, the pay dispute with doctors, asking the College of Physicians and Surgeons to make rules stopping doctors from withdrawing services en masse. Uh, in a letter dated June 18th, Shandro says patients, particularly those in rural areas, have a right to timely access to care and that the college has to do more to make sure that happens. He says the college needs to take numerous steps, including prohibiting entire groups of doctors from withdrawing services at the same time. Now, the letter was posted on the college's website and was talked about at a meeting yesterday where the college decided to ask for an extension to Chandro's July 20th deadline. This battle has been brewing since the government tore up a master agreement with the Alberta Medical Association in February and imposed a raft of billing changes that prompted doctors in numerous rural municipalities to announce a withdrawal of hospital services. And then in April, because of the pandemic, the government rolled back on many changes, but some doctors continue to withdraw services, saying they need a master agreement and have no trust that Chandra won't change his mind again. Now, you might have seen the full-page ads in some newspapers yesterday placed there by the AMA urging the minister to take yes for an answer in negotiations over a new contract. The AMA says it tabled offers and savings for the government in February, in March, and in July. Shandro, though, says he has never received a single signed offer from the doctors. I'm, I'm not negotiating the, the you know, $5.4 billion through a newspaper ad. And if they, they want to negotiate with us and submit a, an offer, I mean, they know what that looks like. Uh, and it doesn't look like a newspaper ad. Shandro says all he's ever received from the AMA is a PowerPoint presentation, and the ad comes after a survey last week showed 40% of Alberta doctors have considered moving. The minister continues to drive home the fact um, and, and their belief that the doctors in Alberta already paid more per capita than physicians in other provinces. Um, the leader of the official opposition, the NDP MLA for Edmonton Strathcona, Rachel Notley, joins me this afternoon. Ms. Notley, welcome back to the show. Uh, it's good to be here. Nice to chat with you. All right. What the hell is going on between the province and the the doctors? Like, seriously, it is just, it is like watching a dumpster fire, like back and forth and back and forth. I'm not sure that I can remember seeing so much bad blood between um, between the between the government, the, whatever government it was, and mm-hmm. uh, its doctors in my time in this province. No, I think that there's no question. These guys have uh, taken it to a whole new level, um, and and they've done it on a, in a number of dif- for a number of different in a number of different ways. You know, so uh, as you rightly say, this isn't the first time that uh, government has gone to doctors to say we have to get your your costs under control. Mm-hmm. But the question is, do you do it in a respectful way that is lawful? Uh, that respects their rights under the Constitution, that uh, uh, incorporates into the conversations a level of integrity and honesty that doesn't completely blow up the relationship. Uh, and and do you, if you choose to break the law, write new laws, and 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 say things that obviously the doctors are very uh, very firm that they that that are not true, that are lies. Uh, do you do that in the middle? of a once in a century pandemic. I don't know. Uh, I'm thinking no. I'm going to go with a hard no on that. One. <laughs> 
<laughs> and uh, so I, I just, uh, you know, these guys, it, what it shows ultimately is a profound uh, lack of concern. Ultimately, it's not about the doctors, but for the for healthcare that is available to Albertans, uh, because that's the only way you could engage in this kind of behavior in in these times. Uh, that uh, survey that I that I mentioned uh, in the intro there, that uh, survey suggesting that more than 40% of physicians have at least considered looking for work elsewhere in Canada, um, and that 87% were making changes to their practices, including layoffs, reduced hours, and early retirement, given what's going on. Um, the minister is saying that he's not hearing of anyone who's leaving. What are you hearing? Oh, we we are contacted by doctors every day. And and again, this is an example of of the degree to which this government is prepared to regularly and consistently lie about things. We know that the list of of rural communities where doctors have been very clear that that they're um, either going to reduce services, retire, leave, or withdraw services from the hospital. So all those things together, there's about, uh, I think... 16 rural communities where that's happening right now. So, um, you know, and I could be wrong on that number. It might be a little bit higher, a little bit lower, but it's a, it's a pretty big number. And and we know it's true. And and Tyler Shandro uh, just says, nope, no, it's not true. It's not true. And, <laughs> you know, it's, it's, it's shocking. It's, it's shocking uh, the way he conducts himself. But but as I say again, uh, you know, the, the problem is, is that uh, these guys have to be more respectful and honest and they need to negotiate within the law. Ms. Notley, you know, putting limits on how doctors can withdraw service, um, you know, saying that uh, they, they want to make sure that it doesn't happen en masse. Uh, they're saying that they're protecting the province and the patients. Um, I, I mean, to me, if a doctor wants to close down practice, a doctor should be able to close down practice, giving the, mm-hmm. the fiscal, the financial realities that they're facing. And I can understand why it would be a massive concern if um, a, a number of doctors in a small community all closed up shop. I get that, but can you actually say, no, you can't do that? Well, I don't think you can do that to doctors. I mean, it, it is true that uh, they can do that to nurses and, and to other health care providers because they are in unions and they're on staff. So uh, they do actually have that ability, but they don't have the legal ability to do it to doctors. Uh, they, that's a much, uh, and, and so they're breaking the law in, in trying to do this. And this idea of telling doctors that, because to be clear, they say it's about mass uh, departures and, and, and alleged or the equivalent of job action, you know, as though they're uh-huh. union. But if you read the letter very closely, they actually are asking the professional association to, to do it on an individualized basis and just basically say to each individual doctor, if you leave without finding your replacement, uh, then you could uh, breach a standard of practice, which could well result in the loss of your license as a doctor. So this is incredibly clumsy, heavy-handed, and I would argue illegal and unconstitutional move on the part of, of, uh, of this government. And, and you mentioned about that, you know, uh, without having reasonable efforts to ensure other physicians are available to fill gaps in care. But how appealing is the province right now for doctors, um, number one, maybe to stay, but number two, and more importantly, for possibly for new doctors to set up shop here or doctors to move here from out of province? Well, exactly. I mean, that's the real problem that we face. And, and you know, town leaders, municipal leaders, community leaders in rural communities across this province 
could tell you about the work that they had to go that they had to do sometimes uh, over decades in order mm-hmm. to put together packages to attract one or two doctors to their small towns. So this is no small feat, uh, you know, and, and to, to get doctors to come in and to suggest that now doctors have to be the ones to negotiate uh, various and sundry terms to attract people from out of, sometimes out of the country is ridiculous. I know we only have a short amount of time with you, and I have a couple more questions. Um, how there, I, I see a number of p- people um, speculating that this hardline um, tactic is, in fact, an effort to chase doctors out of the province to push two-tier health care. What would you say to that? Well, I, I, I would say that I'm very, very concerned because what we know in Bill 30 is that this government is making a whole range of changes in order to corporatize uh, our health care, to bring in more private delivery, not necessarily private funding yet, but private delivery, and to create the infrastructure through which, say, maybe TELUS is actually now your health care provider. And, mm-hmm. uh, and and so that's what they're basically setting up. And I think that the... that. Then, if they then ultimately take the next step, uh, they'll uh, be able to to bring in private funding, and yes, they'll reduce the cost of healthcare to uh, the government of Alberta. But they will drive through the the, the stratosphere the overall cost of of, of acquiring healthcare in Alberta to everybody. The uh, AMA has offered to hold the physician budget at its current level for the next three years. Um, if actual costs run over the budget, then the association says it would implement a free reduction to ensure the cap is met. The president mm-hmm. of the AMA is saying that uh, this dispute has very little to do with money. They're saying that doctors are not looking to be paid more. They just want to be treated better. How do you see this resolving itself? Um, well, you know, it's it's hard for me to say, honestly, because uh, I would never have thought that the government would go to this point. So I would have thought that, that by now the government would be backing down because, you know, how many Albertans voted for the UCP expecting it would mean that they were going to have to drive yeah. two hours to see their doctor? Uh, not very many people. And and so this is really a crisis for, for communities across this province, in particular in the communities that supported the UCP. So I would have thought that by now they would have backed down. Uh, but they obviously don't care about the health care of their voters and their constituents and their supporters. And and so I think um, I can't uh, actually speculate where it's going to end up. I do think that uh, if they haven't solved it by the time the courts take a look at it, that the government will absolutely be found to be in the wrong. But the question is, is how much of our health care system will still be standing when we get to that point? I know that in the past that uh, and in, in the past months you have challenged the premier to a debate over health care and you know have been looking at the possibility of emergency debates. Uh, how likely do you think that's ever going to be? Well, you know we try. Uh, we we have tried. There's been um, you know a couple of opportunities for debate, but but the unfortunately the government controls the rules, so so they've mm-hmm. been very limited debates and and uh, you know the premier gets to talk for ninety minutes and then I get to talk for half an hour and that's sort of that, that, that kind of in and of itself just sort of uh, encapsulates the way the rules work. And, and we don't, unfortunately, get a chance to, to ask 
public officials to get the real facts uh, in place. So eventually, I think we're going to need that. I think we're going to see that debate happening across the country. We de- we definitely need to be having a, a really uh, hard conversation about how we support and care for our our, our you know seniors in Alberta uh, who you know our loved ones because we know that 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 obviously that what the pandemic has revealed is that the system is not working and and privately delivered uh, seniors care is particularly risky and and uh, and and so we need to think about that and that's something we need to have a very important conversation on sooner or later and just and just before i let you go the prime minister the federal government announcing 19 billion dollars today for uh for the provinces for municipalities across the country your thoughts on that um, well, you know, I think uh, there's no question that municipalities are struggling. And uh, once again, uh, you see, you know, the federal government is actually stepping in with some pretty considerable um, investments to support, uh, you know, different sectors of our society. And uh, I haven't had a chance to actually look at what that means for Alberta and what the mechanisms for delivering that funding to uh, Alberta's municipalities will be. Um, but uh, again, it's, it's, you know, it's, it's very clear that Jason Kenney is uh, uh, is letting his uh, good friend and ally, uh, Justin Trudeau, do all the heavy lifting for him. Uh, Rachel Notley, the leader of the official opposition, the NDP, uh, joining me this afternoon. Ms. Notley, thank you for your time. I appreciate it. Thank you. Take care. All right, take care. Have you been following along with uh, what is happening between uh, the province and and its doctors? It just, um, you know, it's just been building, hasn't it? It's been, uh, 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 and um, and had it not been. Uh, for the pandemic um, and with the province, you know, rolling back those decisions it had made uh, earlier on, on some fronts and easing up on some of those things. I wonder where it would be, but I'm also wondering what this looks like in the weeks and the months ahead. Um there seems to be some real issue with communication, obviously, between the two. And uh, I don't want to point a finger at, at at either because I suspect both um, have maybe handled it. Um, you know, you get your back up, right? But I, I, but I look at times how the health minister, how Tyler Shandro uh, conducts himself, how he talks how he reacts and he reminds me of a bull of a bull in a china shop and you know negotiations uh, can be tough but they also need to be delicate as well there has to be some nuance there there has to be some give and some take and it certainly does not seem like that is uh, is happening or <laughs> is it going to happen uh, again the the AMA the uh, Alberta Medical Association uh, saying that it's offering to hold the physician budget at its current level for the next three years. Uh, Christine Molnar, the president, saying um, doctors not looking to be paid more. We want to contribute to Alberta's economic financial issues. Our issues are about the way we have been treated. And I can understand that. I, I can I can understand that when you see how it has shaken down over the past number of months.